0: Hello and welcome to the I Am Fearless podcast. I'm your host, Vicki, and man, am I glad that you decided to click and spend a little time with me today. Today's guest is Desiree Riley. She is a licensed professional counselor out of Spring, Texas. Uh, She currently owns and operates a practice called This Time for Me. Hi, Desiree. How are you doing today? Hello, Vicki. I'm doing well. How about you? Good, good. You know, just trying to survive this crazy Texas weather. That we just learned about. Yes. (laughs) We just learned about it. It was literally like 80 degrees last weekend. And now we are facing thunderstorms and tornado watches and all of that. Welcome to Texas. Welcome to Texas. (laughs) Desiree, have I told you that my oldest daughter's name is Destiny and her middle name is Ray? And I tried to nickname her Desiree, but it didn't stick. No, I didn't know that. (laughs) I love that name. I thought, I think it's, I think it's such a cute name. I was like, ah, oh, I should have named her Desiree. Like, why didn't I put those together? <laughs> That's okay. She's destined for another name. <laughs> destined for destiny. Yeah. exactly. So, okay, you guys, I have to tell you, one of my favorite things about Desiree, um, so, my my ex and i use desiree for couples counseling and although we are not together anymore that has everything to do with him and not the quality of desiree's services (laughs) it's true but no but but no i i just really really loved and appreciated how easygoing you were and how fair you were during um our counseling sessions and i i've told you and expressed this to you before that I feel like you're like the wise sister or cousin that you can go to and bounce ideas off of. And, and I felt like I could trust that you wouldn't judge me or treat me any differently and that I could be completely transparent with you. And I feel like that's so much important, so important. And, uh, and so I just appreciated that level of connection so much because it made it easy for me to be vulnerable. So thank you, Desiree, for being you, and thank you for being here with me today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So let's get into it. Um, How long have you been practicing, and what made you start this?
1: Oh, my
0: goodness. I've been practicing, I would probably say, maybe a little over three
1: years. Um, And so I started this because, we really quickly, we relocated um, from California to Texas about 16 years ago. Um, we had our my oldest of the youngest children. And so I was at home with the children and kept having children. <laughs> um, and so after the last one, you know, I, I always knew that I wanted to go back to work. But I was um, originally a business marketing major. Um, so I was you know in corporate America, so to speak, but it didn't fulfill me. So, of course, after being home for so long, I said, okay, well, I have to go back to work. What do I want to be when I grow up? What do I want to do? Um, and so I started looking, you know, thinking about what did I enjoy? What was I good at? And, you know, how that translated into a, a possible career. And so I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, I like to talk. <laughs> uh, people are always telling me their problems, um, whether I want to hear them or not. Um, and so I, I thought about it. and I said, "Oh, okay. How does that translate? Oh, I could become, a, you know, a counselor a therapist." So I enrolled in. While I was, um, I think, yeah, I, I enrolled in uh, in 2014. Finished. Uh, started my master's in counseling program at Prairie View. Finished in 2017. At the time, I had another child. <laughs> so, Those babies course, just I'm keep like, on coming. I know. I was like, wait a minute. What, what is going on here? I thought I was going to, you know, start my career, but, but at the time, like I, you know, when I was finishing my degree, I had a baby. Um, my younger sister passed away unexpectedly. My father passed away unexpectedly. And I was, you know, I went straight through the program and I was like, okay, you know, what? I need a break. I need to, you know, so from 2017 to 2020, I just kind of did nothing. And then finally I realized, okay,
0: I got to get back on track, took my licensing exam. Um, and here I am wow man i it is it is crazy how death and can just completely derail you almost um and, absolutely yeah and and I think that when that occurs, it's so important for you to find a way, some kind of way to continue to push forward. What do you think helped you to push forward
1: um I am naturally competitive um and so I'll, I'll in all transparency like when i went to when I went to college initially for my you know for undergrad um you know I was fresh out of high school um, wasn't focused was didn't take it seriously, and so when you look at my transcript, it looks a little. Like you, you can spot some troubled areas, yes. <laughs> but that wasn't me. Cause I've always been like, I've always been a great student, you know, high achiever. So <laughs> looking at that transcript, it was a little disappointing. So I looked at, you know, getting my master's as like my second chance. Um, so, and for me, I'm very, um, very realistic and I know this is going to sound probably, you know, morbid, but these loved ones are dead. I'm still alive. I have life to live. I have goals to accomplish. Uh so I got to keep moving forward. I have to.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I can
1: use this as an excuse and it would be a valid excuse. Um but I can't get the time back that I you know that I take and I stop. So I just pushed forward. Um but I wouldn't advise that. You do have to push forward, but it's about balance. Um push forward but give yourself the much needed break.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, that's a I think that that's yeah. a pretty that's a pretty wow, girl. You are strong. <laughs> I'm like, you are so strong. <laughs> but but you and I and I'm sure you probably hear that and you're like, okay, like, because I know some because people have told me that I'm strong and I'm like, okay, I don't know if it's strong or if it's because I just that's what I have Absolutely. to do. And when you have children, you just have to you just have to keep going. Wow, wow. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so you, so Desiree, you also have um, in, um, a lot of experience with helping clients with addictions, relationship issues, family conflicts, coping with grief and loss. Have you noticed any of those issues becoming more common than others since you've started your practice?: I will say um, the addictions
1: comes up, and it's not the typical substance abuse addictions that you, that we typically think of when we think of addictions. That is becoming more prevalent, um, and the couple's work, uh, the, the couple's issues. I am not a li- licensed marriage and family therapist. That was not you know even um, a specialty I even considered, but I find myself with more couples um, than more individuals.
0: Hmm, maybe you know it it could hmm <laughs> well I was one of them couples no but maybe but do you think that it could be because um covid is maybe well covid has changed things the d- dynamics of relationships and maybe has kept more people at home and in the house and around each other and things are maybe coming up
1: for sure I I definitely I mean we can we can definitely attribute you know this to COVID and the fact that you know, I think these problems have always existed, but wanting to and actually seeking help for those issues outside of trying to resolve them themselves, mm-hmm. that's what COVID mm-hmm. really brought out. Um, and so now we're just you know it's out in the open, whereas before they were trying to resolve these conflicts and these issues. For years, <laughs> inside the home. By themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they finally realized that, you know mm-hmm. what, this is not working. Yeah. And it's okay for us to go seek help. Otherwise, we're going to have even bigger issues.
0: Do you think that people, since COVID, do you think that people have become more open to the idea of therapy and counseling? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I I think so too. I, I I can speak for myself in this that, um, for my own experience, that when COVID came, I I think I was faced with a lot of things that I didn't realize about myself, mm-hmm. and therapy. I therapy has been my best friend. I've been in therapy, probably since COVID started, um, if not a little even before that. Well, definitely before, but intensely. Mm-hmm post COVID. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think, I think having the opportunity to sit alone with yourself or really, or not necessarily have the common distractions that we're used to having, um, and really sitting with those crazy thoughts that come into your head and maybe recognizing that you're, you're not controlling those thoughts is really what I can just speak for myself, but that's what pulled me towards therapy for sure. I, highly recommend to anybody right. <laughs> and everybody. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think more people um when normal people started to show um signs of not being well, that's when everyone else said, "Okay, wait, we have a problem." And then mm-hmm. it was okay because if these normal people are, you know, are are having issues, then definitely these other people you know are too
0: which is yeah it's kind of
1: yeah
0: it's very weird. So let me ask you your opinion about something because um we had in our pre-interview we we touched on something that you feel is like so important. Um and and I want I want you to share that with us. So I'll ask you Desiree what do you think is the most important internal quality that a person should focus on? or should focus the most attention on within themselves I would say
1: um, self-love, but I know the answer to this question focusing
0: on their positive self-esteem mm-hmm. and why and please like share and elaborate because you because you really blew my mind with some of the points that you had around self-esteem and how how it is all intertwined to. All different types of aspects of our life that we may not have even realized. Yes,
1: I, I think the the analogy that I use is your self esteem is to your being, like your core is um, to you when you exercise, um, and those are those of you who exercise, you know, can relate to this. You know, they say if you have a strong core, then you know you can do all the exercises properly and you know get the maximum benefit. I, I think that's what they say anyway. Um, and your self esteem acts as that for you as a person. It um, dictates how you treat yourself, how other tre- others treat you, um, how you interact with other people. It just, when you look at, when you get to the, the root cause of most of the problems, if you keep digging and digging and digging, you will find that a fractured self-esteem is at the root cause of most issues. Um, so my theory is if you do what you can to repair your self-esteem and, and have a healthy positive self-esteem, not that you won't have any problems, because that is not true, um, but I think you'll be better equipped to handle most problems, and you'll see that some of the problems that you are experiencing, if you had a healthier self-esteem, they probably wouldn't even be an issue.
0: Mm. Do you think that self-esteem, okay, because you just said that it affects, like, so many different things, um, have you seen it affect people in relationship dynamics? I'm sure, right? Like... And they probably don't realize that self-esteem is a part of the issue. Absolutely. Yes. Um,
1: I, I have this, you know, I tell this story in in uh, counseling and I, I tell cu- mainly to couples, but I say that we all have these um, vivid imaginations and we're all creative writers. Um, and what I mean by that is that... <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: I am very creative. Yes, I tell girl. Let me tell you. This morning, whenever I was getting ready, it was I was telling myself all types of stories, and I was even acting it out in the mirror. And I was like, "Hey, Vicky, you gotta stop this. This is weird. It is weird. I don't know where it comes from, but I, I think it's like I try to play things out in my head before they've even happened. You do that too? Sometimes, but
1: it's not healthy. It is not healthy. Because when you do that in a relationship, you ask a question or you there's a situation. And when you don't get the answer you want or don't get an answer at all, your mind starts, your imagination starts going and that creative writer starts pinning this story. Um, you know, you, you ask your mate, you know, um, you say, hey, let's sit down and talk about X, Y, Z. And you see a, a sigh. All of a sudden, that sigh, instead of you asking, like, what was that sigh about, to get the answer and be done, you see the sigh, and that creative writer says, oh, wow. he doesn't want to talk to me, he doesn't care about how I feel, He does, it, it just spins out of control, and next thing you know, you are pissed off, and you are mad because of that sigh, and he's sitting right there, you could have asked him, but you didn't.
0: See, this is why I like you, Desiree, you literally are telling my story. <laughs>
1: You, I'm not, hey, don't say that because then that's <laughs> me breaching confidentiality, you know? <laughs> Tell the people it's not really your story. It's, it's just not, a parallel story. But, exactly.
0: No? <laughs> this is just like, it feels like my story. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
1: I'd like to keep my license a little bit longer, please. <laughs> that is so uh,
0: funny. But yes, go So, on.
1: but if you, so... You know, we, and that happens often and it happens, you know, even without you even trying. It's not like you say, oh, I want to piss myself off and make up this, you know, fictitious story. It just happens. But if you, you know, had a a healthy self-esteem and, you know, you had a little more confidence and we'll talk about that later, um, you would just ask. You Mm -hmm. wouldn't automatically assume that it's about you or that you did something wrong. You, you realize like, it's not about me. He sighed. That's his problem, let me ask him. What's so wrong with asking somebody that's sitting two feet from you? What was that sigh about? And he'll tell you, oh, I just, you know, maybe he'll be honest and say, I really don't feel like talking about this. Mm -hmm. But it could just be that, he doesn't feel like talking about it, not that it's anything about you. Uh, So, yeah, Mm -hmm. the the self-esteem, it kind of, it it goes into all these areas, um, you know, again how you interact with other people, how you feel about yourself, how you allow the how you allow other people to treat you. Oh, for sure.
0: Mm. And I and you know what, and now that you're you've you've broken that down, I just thought about how it affects your willingness to be vulnerable, too. Oh my goodness. Like because when you said that, when you gave that example, I just thought like, okay, well, why would like why would I feel like that? Or if I was in that situation, why would I have felt like that? And it was and it would be because of me. Or why wouldn't I feel comfortable rather asking that question? And my personal answer would be because I don't know if I'm com- I would f- be comfortable feeling vulnerable to do that to to receive that answer. Exactly. Because what if it is what I thought it was? You know. But I think that yeah. Yeah, but but those are the answers that we, that we're going that we are after. So exactly. I don't know why we have to be afraid to receive them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're in therapy, girl. <laughs> it's <a> free session. <laughs> oh my gosh. So so, what do you think are some good ways for um, people to practice self-esteem?
1: I think we, you have to spend some time with and by yourself. Um, a lot of times we, we run from ourselves. Um, let me just tell you how that ends. You can't run from yourself. You, you can't. I think we've all tried it. Um, if you've been successful, please let me know. Um, you can't run from yourself. So I think you need to spend some time um, with and by yourself and just getting to know yourself. Um, you know, especially... You know, as women and mothers and wives and girlfriends, you know, we, we wear many hats and we spend a lot of time caring for the needs of others. Um, and very rarely do we spend time or well, enough quality time caring for our own needs. Um, you know, you can ask women, you know, hey, what do you, what are some of the th- what are your hobbies or what do you do, you know, for enjoyment? And most of them can't tell you. Um, And it's not because they don't enjoy anything. It's just because they rarely have time for things that they enjoy that are independent of, you know, husband, kids, you know, everything else. So I think um, if you have a a good self-care routine um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, extravagant where, oh, you're going out to the spa and all that. I mean, something as simple as sitting there polishing your nails, something that's just specifically for you. So a good self-care routine Um, spending time with them, you know, by yourself, like looking at who you are, what do you really enjoy, things you don't enjoy, Um, just really getting to know yourself. Because I think when you get to know yourself um, and then focusing on your positive qualities, Um, when you, you know, life beats us up and we, we tend to forget about all the great things that we've done and, you know, what a badass we've been, you know, at times. Um, So when you can remind yourself of that, it, it gives you you know, it makes you feel good. Um, and it increases that positive self-esteem. So I think when you get to know yourself and get to love yourself, people will see that. It'll radiate. Um, and in turn, you will create boundaries that will protect that person. Mm. Uh, so it's really just taking time to focus on you.
0: I, um, When you mentioned focus on the positive uh, qualities mm. of yourself, one thing that I recently did... Because I went back to college, um, I, I had children very early, and um, I, I've been in and out of school because my focus was, was my children and
1: mm-hmm. trying to
0: provide for my kids. And I ended up going back to school, finally got my degree, and the first thing I did was put it away. And I'm like, well, why would I do that? And so I brought it, I don't know, girl, it's, I told you, so it's, it's, it's a bunch of stories in here. So... <laughs> I recently though I brought it out and I brought out my other um professional culinary um certificate that I got because I'm a trained chef so I brought that out I I didn't tell you that Mm. I can cook you anything I'm not and you know like people always like oh you you little can you really cook little people love to eat
1: (laughs) you just eat the right thing so it doesn't stay in one place
0: (laughs) but but no i i um but yeah i'm a trained chef and i've and i i completed my um bachelor's degree and i and i got that degree and i've done both of those things in the last like 5 years but i hadn't taken the time to celebrate myself um i know and and it really and i think that it really comes down to exactly what we're talking about. It comes down to self-esteem, and so now I've brought those degrees out, and they're sitting on my dresser, and I look at them every day, and they're next to my vision board, and they're next to these other inspirational books that I read, and I feel like when I see that, it just reminds me that I'm of how capable I am. So a lot of people will think, oh, like you know, what's the importance behind getting a degree? And this morning, it kind of popped in my head. Well. It was important for me to get this so I have a physical representation and a reminder that I'm capable of setting a goal and achieving it, and here is my proof. So, I can definitely speak to that, for sure.
1: So, it off the dresser and on the wall, please. (laughs) You can make a copy on the vision board, but you need to put that on the wall where it's visible not only to you, but to your children and to whoever comes in your house that is you know it's a great reminder for you but you know what that was a, a that's a great accomplishment to you know a degree in a i mean I don't even know what it, a culinary certificate entails but I would envision a lot but the two <laughs> of those within 5 years
0: yeah yeah thanks a major God.
1: accomplishment
0: thank you i it's it's um i think that sometimes for us um, as women, we put so many expectations on ourselves of, especially when it comes to um, having children, and even mm-hmm. for the women that don't have children, I mean, I like I said, I had my kids very young, so I don't even know what it's, I had my kids at 19, my first child at 19, so I don't even know what it's like to have an adult life without having someone rely on me, but I'm sure that mm-hmm. there are other young women who, um, you know, I kind of, kind of lost what I was saying, but, um, but anyways, yeah. So I, I I think that it's important to definitely take the time to celebrate yourself because I, I did not always do that. So, and I'm learning to do it now. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's great advice, Desiree. Um, So let me ask you now, what, so what does success then look like to you? Oh, that's a hard one. Because um. <laughs> it's different for everyone, and I and I like to. And let me tell you really quickly too. I like to ask that question, because I want I want my audience to understand that everyone has a different idea of what that looks like, and you shouldn't measure your success by someone else's um, meaning or idea of success, and that it's important to also have like an idea of what that looks like to you so you can stay true to you Absolutely.
1: and focus on you
0: and your path
1: you that you're correct um and you shouldn't i mean what it's i think someone told me the other day comparison is the thief of joy mm. um and it's true when you think about it anytime you compare yourself you're you're never going to measure up um so you definitely shouldn't compare like your, you know, success. Your success to someone else's success or perceived success, um, because those definitions might not even be the same. Um, but to me, I think success is being is it's kind of a feeling. <laughs> um, feeling accomplished and feeling good about what you're doing, um, and being, you know, recognized, appreciated, and compensated for it. Because I'm not gonna, you know, I was a business major. Let me not act like money is not important. Give me my bread. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think uh, we live in this world where nothing is free. So I I can't pretend like, you know, um, the financial aspect of it doesn't exist. Um, So I think it's just a combination of, you know, when you you feel good about what you're doing, you're making a difference. Um, People appreciate what you're doing. And you're being compensated for it.
0: Uh, that's success. Nice. Okay, and one last question. Okay, what is one piece of advice you wish someone had given you uh, when you were, I don't know, at any point of your life, at, at maybe at a pivotal point in your life where you feel like, you know what, I wish I would have known this. Oh, that's a hard one. Um
1: I would say, you know what, to believe in myself. um, That I'm, you know, smarter and more intelligent than I give myself credit for. Um, Because you see that a lot of, when you look back at a lot of the poor choices that have been made, um, it's usually because you you don't believe in yourself.
0: Wow. Yeah. And you're taking someone else's like word for who you are to be your truth. Exactly. It's wow. like,
1: you know, someone's giving you advice and, you know, telling you what to do with your life and you're trusting what they say and, and doing following what they're saying above what you even think and feel. And, you know, in addition to believing myself being, you know, assert myself, like, don't be afraid to speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, along with that, you look at a lot of times where you kind of just went with the flow. Um, And you're like, I really didn't like that. You know, I didn't like that flow, but you didn't speak
0: up either. So you have to deal
1: with
0: it. You know what? And I think that that goes right back to self-esteem. It does. It really does. does. Because if you lack confidence or self-esteem in yourself in order to... um, assert yourself, to to say, like, no, that's not who I am, or this is who I am, actually, then you will leave yourself open to those um, uh, circumstances or events to where you are then led astray from who you really are. Exactly. Or you lose yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Um, this was such a... An awesome conversation, Desiree. Oh my gosh, I I want to thank you so much for being here, and I absolutely love what you said about making sure that you have a hobby. And um, as far as like build the the building blocks for self esteem, making mm-hmm. sure that you have a hobby. Self care and, and it not having to be elaborate but just taking care of yourself and spending time with yourself, getting to know yourself, focusing on the positive qualities about yourself. I think that those are all beautiful golden nuggets of information that all people, women, men, everyone can definitely Absolutely. benefit from. So, thank you definitely. so much. Thank um, you. So, Desiree, oh, of course. I'm so happy that you, (laughs) I got a little too excited. I'm so happy that you agreed to come on the show today. Would you mind sharing, (laughs) would you mind sharing your information with us and tell us where we can find you? So you can find me, um, you can call me
1: uh, at 346-298-5039. You can email me at Desiree, D-E-S-I-R-E-A-H at thistimeforme.com. Um, the website is up, but it's under construction, but it's um, this time for me dot uh, com. And I I do accept insurance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I I also I mean, I have a heart for this, so I am, you know, willing to help as best I can. Um, so please reach out. You know, I do both virtual and in-person counseling here in the, the state of Texas in
0: spring. Thanks. Nice. nice. Okay. Well, you guys, I want to thank you all for joining us today. This is Vicki and Desiree uh, encouraging you to love everything, everyone, and most importantly, yourself. Thank you guys and take care.